everybody. Uh, this is Jacob Cordes with uh, the Dungeon Master of In the Land of Cheese and Sauce. Um, and I am excited to do this kind of special episode. We're going to be doing stuff like this every once in a while. Um, did not expect it to be the second episode, <laughs> but um, we are excited to be doing these. Um, uh, effectively, every once in a while stuff's going to get up in our life that makes it so we're not able to record an episode on time. Uh, so what we are going to do is we're going to have interviews with a different cast and crew involved with this amazing show, um, including some of the people that aren't even, you know, the performers on the show. Yeah. So we can talk about, you know, the process of how this got made, why we're making it, what got us all involved, maybe even our favorite Taco Bell ingredient, all the Taco Ooh. Bell items, all that kind of good stuff. Um, um, we kind of talked about it a little bit beforehand, and then um, I got really, really sick over the weekend. <laughs> Um, I didn't mean to laugh um, right there, but I did. No, 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 no. It's fair. I got, um, this is, this is, we're doing a Taco Bell show, so I feel like diarrhea is on the table. Um, uh, <laughs> where I got, I got to put in context for the listener, because I know some people are just like, just muscle through. It's the second episode. Yeah. I tried. Um, I, I was did. so sick that in the same day, I shit in one pair of pants, and then I shit on a different pair of pants. <laughs> like, Wait. that is the point. So you got shit on your pants? Yeah, 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 yeah. On, on a different pair, completely unrelated to the first pair. It wasn't like it was all one <laughs> fluid thing. It was mo- literally 40 minutes apart. So um, you got shit on two pair of pants. I got shit in one pair and oh, on, oh, oh. like inside one of them, outside the Thanks other Thanks for ones. clarifying. Um, uh, if you can't tell already, we have Nick Ortiz here today to be, um, who's been here since the very, very beginning. We've yeah. been working on this thing from like day one together. Um um, I guess give it up for Nick Ortiz. We can't hear your applause, but I better be goddamn happening. Oh, nice. I like it. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> I I feel like in a Woody Allen movie, I'm no longer allowed to reference. Um, <laughs> um, so with that, I just want to like jump on it. Uh, Nick, uh, so... Like, I, it seems silly because we've talked about this for yeah, so long. Yeah, But, like, um, I guess, you know, it's, it's a weird thing. Like, do you do you remember when we met? I guess is actually uh, yeah. a question. Do you I, remember when we first met? Uh, yes, of course I do. Uh, it was obviously uh, through T.W. Warren. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was at his going away party, correct? Like, that's the first time. Yeah, you and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. first and yeah, we last were, time you and I have ever met in person. Yeah, that was the first. That's his first and last time we've ever been in like the same room. And technically, we were only ever outside. Yes. So we, <laughs> I don't think we've ever technically been indoors together, which is a very uh, pandemic-y friendship. That is, and um, it was actually six years ago. That that memory recently mm-hmm. had come up in my Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the photo, and it's just me being an asshat. Uh, I thought you were gonna say cringe. Side. It, same thing. Same okay. Thing. Fair. Fair enough. There's, yeah, I totally remember different. that. I think T. W. Warren was moving <laughs> to another state. I think was it Arizona. Um, I'm trying to remember when. Wasn't that when T. W. Where was T. W. Going? I I think it was. I I never remember. Like, there's like part of my brain that's always just like that. Like any state can like it feels like a slottery machine in my head yeah. of just like any state can flow and it's just like like I because. I think they were going to North Carolina. Probably. I, I don't were, know. I think they were going to North Carolina at that point. I think that's where they were going because I think they'd already been in Phoenix. So mm. I think they were going to North Carolina. Okay. I yeah. I feel like. I, I feel like I, I think you're right. 
I'm too lazy to look it up. So yeah, yeah let's just call it let's call it South Carolina just to be safe. <laughs> why don't, why don't we just call it Maine? Let's call yeah, it. Maine. Let's call so it Maine. yeah, they, when they moved to Maine, um, yeah, and then like we didn't really talk much. No, nope. just we we were friends um, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's the extent of it. And then a uh, couple, like I think, two years ago or a year and a half ago, something like that. I think about two. We years. started working um, on a show that I still want to do. It's just this took over my goddamn life. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it was about two years ago. So it initially started um, because I was trying to work with TW on something. And I was like, I'm going to hit up Jacob because I feel like Jacob's a really funny dude. You know what I mean? And I, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we would Appreciate work well it. together. And so um, was it was it YAN? Was it Young American News? Yeah, I mean, we started doing Young American. Okay, so I guess timeline-wise, we started out the first thing. Actually, I realized I, I kind of skipped ahead. The first thing we did with you was um, it was some – I think we wrote like a bit or two – for cheesy gordita bunch first there was just something that you wanted help with there yes and then it was like and then it was like the halloween episode was coming up and yeah. we me i can't remember if it was me and pitched you or you just had the general idea and we, we just went way too crazy way too fast <laughs> uh, letting letting tw play uh the ghost of glenn bell and just this like elaborate halloween nonsense yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, we started working on um, Young American News. Okay, yeah, you're right. It, I, yeah, yeah. I think it was How Well You Bell, uh, or um, Believe It or Not, I was looking for some stupid, like, quotes. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. we worked on one about, um, like, a bad review about, uh, a bad review of Taco Bell's. <laughs> Um, I I still laugh about like uh, he skanked his way up to me. <laughs> it's such an amazing <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Um, uh, it was just like a ska. It was a bad review where it turned out there was like a ska show <laughs> happening in a broken down bathroom of a Taco Bell. Yeah, it was. And it was... something about the phrase "he skanked his way up to me" um, will forever um, hold resonance in my head. It was that, or I still think the maybe the best joke anybody's I've ever seen anybody write, um, or at least I've been in the room sort of for it, um, uh, digitally speaking at least, was you you writing. Um, uh, the juice is loose in white heaven. Um, <laughs> truly, truly a masterpiece of a joke as far as I'm concerned. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, that that is uh, that's been a running joke for for the cheesy gordita bunch since then. Because uh, we've had because <laughs> it's a good joke. Uh, we've had Glenn Bell on the episode, uh, like on like twice, and every time mm-hmm. he 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 mentions fucking the juice is loose in white heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, uh, like what? So we we did that. We we worked on that. We worked on the on Young American News, which is a sketch show that like everybody always still wants to do. We've yeah. all started doing other stuff as well, but it's not like it's not lack of interest. It is no. truly just a, like continual project. I would say we um, want this. Also, we want this to be like really funny when we put out YAN. You know what I mean? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. so yeah. we put a ton of time into it. Um, and I'll still go back and reread some of the sketches and stuff. It's really, I'm really proud of what we have. And it's, it's funny as like, fuck. Oh yeah. 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 Once this gets going, like once this is a little bit more, bless you dog. Sorry. The viewers, that was one of my dogs sneezing. Um, once this really gets going, well, um, I'll go back to like actually trying to get that done. Cause For I, sure. I want to get it done. Um, but yeah, so we started doing that and then somewhere along the lines for like last year for, we did a. Uh, Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving yeah, episode, Friendsgiving. I should say, yeah. of uh, Cheesy Gordita Bunch, where um, I came in and I GM'd um, 
uh, uh, like, uh, basically, like, a very proto version of this horror. I was going to say, it was, because uh, I remember when I initially thought about it, I was like, that, it would be fucking awesome to do, like, a Taco Bell-inspired D&D session because of the, like, I don't want to say the world that Taco Bell or, like, the marketing has built, but there is, like, mm-hmm. so many things that, that, um, that Taco Bell has done to where it can inhabit a world. I think having the uh, a bunch of chihuahuas, um, you know, going lizard, 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 or fucking yeah, yeah. the pumpy, puppy monkey babies, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a lot to draw from there. Um, and we aren't getting any fucking Thanksgiving boxes. I, I, just, I just know it. We are not getting <laughs> fucking Taco Bell Thanksgiving boxes. So every year we are going to try to do something different for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, this year just felt so right to do a D&D session. Granted, you oh. know, I really would have liked if, like, Devin and Jordan were, like, into D&D because they would be a little more excited, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like I was, like, super pumped about it. And they were excited about it because I know Devin's always wanted to play D&D. And Jordan's dad is a humongous fan of D&D. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I just – I don't know. I just – I felt like I, it was it was like a – we're doing this because I want to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where it did. I mean, I mean, it was. It very much felt like, um, and I, I built it with that in mind to a certain degree too. It was just yeah. like this is a bunch of this is a bunch of new players for the most part. Like I know you've played quite a bit. Yeah, you played multiple systems too, which is always important to reference. But I think there's, um, you know, when you're dealing with like brand new players, like a lot of times you. I can put, like, a little thing in front of you that you'll be, like, mystery. And with them, I'm, like, the chihuahua walks up to you. <laughs> it begins to say something weird. Yeah. Roll to see if you recognize that this is weird. Like, like yeah. I kind of, like, go through the steps in a little bit more with them. Um, no, but they and still seem like they had, like, a really good time. Like, it still seemed like it was a lot of fun. And I remember I got, like, a shitload of listens. Oh, uh, yeah. Comparatively. For especially how long it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think every episode that you've worked on specifically, I think all of the episodes that, yeah, that you've worked on specifically are our top episodes. Like, oh, yeah. uh, that one's one of our more, like, listened to episodes. The Death of Glenn, uh, the Death of, of a Taco Bellsman. That is easily <laughs> our most successful episode, and it's our longest. You know, it's our longest episode, yeah. but it has uh, um, almost you know fifteen hundred listens. You know what I mean? Damn, and, really? Yeah, and that's 1500? from November. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's cra- that, That's the episode that I that if, if I'm understanding right, just just for the listeners' benefit, um, that is the episode where I went and through. And your ego. Um, Nick bought me a copy of basically was like, I don't want to read this book. Yes. Will you read this book? Uh, uh, and bought me a copy of Taco Titan, the Glenn Bell story, um, uh-huh. which is truly like hardcore Glenn Bell propaganda. Oh, for um, sure. like just the most comp. And um, for whatever reason, it's worth noting, my copy smelled like chlorine. So like, <laughs> like it felt like it had been like left next to a pool in the sun for like a couple summers. So, like, for there were periods where my eyes would be literally watering <laughs> as I'm reading this book. Um, Katie's like, are all... you crying? Is it a touching moment? It's just like, no, it's literally Nick is committing <laughs> chemical warfare against me. Um, it is, uh, so I read through, read that, and then me and, predom- I mean, like, not to, like, pat myself on the back. No, you should. Reason, me, yeah. me and, uh, predominantly me, TW helped quite a bit, and you helped quite a bit as well, mm. but I, I... I went through and wrote somewhere around, like, I think, like, 30-ish, 30 to 40 pages of, yeah. like, fake Glenn Bell, um, <laughs> uh, fake Glenn Bell screenplay um, that had just truly, like, 
like so much stupid shit in it like yeah. just wall to wall it is there was it was amazing though it's so good it's, i appreciate it's it it's so funny um i've listened i've i've went back and i've listened to the episode and the part that makes me cringe the most is obviously the musical part and i fucking, oh yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. fucking hate <laughs> you for it um but but yeah it's it's really fucking funny man yeah i, I appreciate it yeah that was um um yeah, that was one of the things where I, 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 I like writing, and I was very, very nervous, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had never written anything that like crazy with you before. Yeah. Like, um, and I remember there was like, there's like in the first thing I, I wrote in this thing, which I just because of the way Glenbell constantly refers to himself, and Glenbell just constantly does this. I thought it'd be very funny for Glenbell to refer to himself as a light skinned Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Like I just thought that was just really funny. <laughs> um, but that was like this joke that I was like terrified of. I was just like, is this like super racist? Or, like, is this not going to translate a joke? And they're just going to be like, I can tell this person lived in Kentucky for seven years. <laughs> so like, and as soon as like we read that first one and that got a laugh, I was like, oh, okay, okay. I'm fine. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. No, and, and that's what I really like about like Jordan. He's more of a, I'm going to trust you on this. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas Devin is like. Uh, he's into like Tim Heidecker and you know like mm-hmm. alt comedy and you know uh, Mr. Show and you know he's into oh, yeah, shit yeah. like that. So he he finds that shit like really funny. So um, I just knew if like I can get Jordan on board with this, I knew Devin wouldn't give a shit, uh, and, and, <laughs> and we could you know we can get this done. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a really it's it's uh, at first it was a hard episode to edit. Uh, it was one of the like longer episodes I've I've done. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say that it prepared me to edit, you know, Land of Cheese and Sauce, you know? <laughs> the monster episode. Yes. Yeah. The like, monster episode, like, prepared me because I was like, okay, um, you know, when when we would do them, they would come out on Friday. So we would record them the weekend before, like Saturday mm-hmm. or Sunday. So I would take the week and I would edit it. And uh, I realized, okay, if I'm going to, like, because I'm a pretty busy dude. Um, yeah. If I'm gonna edit, like I gotta fucking wake up early, and that's what I'm like now doing with Land of Cheese and Sauce, and I don't know, I just get so wrapped up into what I'm editing. Sometimes I, it, it's my mistake too, because I get stoned, but I have mm. to like <laughs> go back and like listen to it again. I'm like, okay, okay, it, it sounds good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I've done like a little bit of audio editing, not much. I'm nowhere near the degree you have, and it's always like very minuscule. Like, degree, but yeah. Uh, and it's but it's always i always have this issue of like my personal issue has always been like i over edit to such a degree that like only because i have been hearing it a million times does it make any audio sense <laughs> so like i'll play it for somebody they'll be like that just sounds like a train crashing and i'm yeah. like no it's a person saying hello how are you do you want to hear hello how are you yeah and it's like then, then i'll like i'll they'll be like they'll be like take five minutes come back to it and you come back to it and it's just like oh yeah i see that's very chunky i've had to do that too um but one thing i've realized is how like now that i do audio editing i've at least done it for like two years now when i listen to like other podcasts i'm like oh that's edited you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, they cut that there. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I don't know. It makes me feel good about my show because uh, my partner will listen to it, or you know, my other co-hosts will listen to it because they don't do any editing. And they were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that was really fun." Uh, and I was like, so, "So you didn't hear that part where I added in the laughter? You know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> you didn't hear that part? Like, you could legitimately Fox News some shit and make you say some horrible shit with some like good editing." Oh yeah, I'm terrified of I. I've, I've worked very hard to stay on your good side for exactly that reason. I got I know my it files. takes, like, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna take like it takes. It'll take you all of five minutes to break art, <laughs> and I don't want that. Um, I, I don't want to be on trial for Sandy. Um, um, hey, with a good doctor's uh, note, though. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so from like, cause it, cause it's like a departure at the end of the day. I know you would want it to like expand the kind of shows you were doing, but in a very real way compared to like. Like the, some of the other shows that we talked about doing, whether it be like um, there's a show uh, TTT, which yep. I'm not gonna uh, that we're gonna. Uh, I think it's actually in my bio, so I'll just say Tyler's talking Tonys, which will be doing later in the year. Yeah. Um, and like with some of the other shows, they kind of fit a little bit more in the model of what like Cheesy Gordita Bunch is doing. Yeah. Um, like just like it's just more in like conversational style. More shows. like edutainment um, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, what what was it about this that like immediately like like spoke to you? I guess that made you want to do such a weirder, significantly longer yeah. like like everything about this is is very it's both on brand and then very very off brand at the same time. Like a technical level, it's off brand. Yeah, um, I really is like my love for playing role playing games. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I've played in you know, a bunch of different campaigns. I've played in a campaign where we played for like two and a half years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, I know the moments that come out of playing those games uh, are some that like have real value, you know, like you, you, you can learn, you can play a tabletop game and learn something out of game. You know what I mean? Like if oh, that makes yeah. sense. And, and then there are like, like moments, like actual vulner- vulnerable moments between two characters that I think can be captured uh, in a in a good you know D and D setting, and I think that you're a great DM. I mean, you're sure. fucking one of the top on start playing. Was it start playing dot start playing dot games? Yeah, yeah, you're you're yeah. one of the top on, on on there. So it to me it seemed like a no brainer, um, considering our episode that we had done with the Cheesy Gordita Bunch, mm-hmm. your experience, my experience, and what we can bring to this. So really, I it's it was you know working with you again. Um, working more in depth, you know, displaying your DM style. Cause I, you know, I get messages on like the living live Moss. I don't even want to fucking plug them people, but the live Moss. <laughs> subreddit, uh, I get DMS that say that you're a great DM. You know what I mean? Oh, and, that's really sweet. Yeah. And, and, and that's like, um, that's just a testament like to you. So really it's, I guess you fucking son of a bitch <laughs> i appreciate that's very sweet i promise that question wasn't phrased that way to just turn it into yeah, a compliment to okay. me okay glad um, although if you now. could do me a favor <laughs> you could you could do me a favor if you could describe my three favorite, your three favorite features of me that'd be really awesome um <laughs> um no i um yeah and it was um i really appreciate because there was like when when it was like a one shot it was like this really um what's the right way to say it it was like it was it was a lot of like taco bell just jokes at the end of the yeah, day like it sure. was like basically gag to gag to gag yeah like like just like which is no complaint about it. it's a one shot that's i and i i'm proud of it by all means i want to make that perfectly clear that's not a that's not a diminishment i didn't of it. think you weren't proud of it <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just worried someone will hear just like gag to gag to gag and just be like oh wow like like <laughs> um, but it was like I knew going into this that this would require way more um, thematic like complexity like you For can't sure. do you know a hundred hours worth of content off of like lizard 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 yeah like you yeah. can't you just can't do it 
Um, uh, and one of the things I appreciate was while I was still like very, we were like constant communication about it, constantly very vocal about it. Yeah. You were always very, um, partially so that you could explore it yourself, but also just like, just as a creative partner standpoint, you were always very hands off to a certain degree. Yeah. As like, as long as it was on mission, like that's all that mattered. Yeah. Um, like there was very, there was occasional disagreement there. For but, sure. Like, very little true, like, like this is wrong sense of disagreement. It was always just like, a, I don't see where you're coming from kind of place. For sure. And I, but I think that could just come from like our working relationship because I think mm-hmm. that, that, um, that we have a pretty good understanding of, uh, you know, what makes each other laugh, you know what I mean? And yeah. what, and I think also we we have pretty good open dialogue. Uh, also, you know, I trust you, you know what I mean, to, to put out mm-hmm. something good and something funny. Um, because you've definitely told me when something wasn't funny, and I was like, oh, okay, well, okay, well you know, I guess I'll fix that. You know what I mean? So, so uh, I, I – No, we've done the – we've written sketches together, and it's always – there's always comes this moment whenever you write a sketch with somebody where you're both just sitting there just throwing punchlines at each other and just going, no. Yeah, no. Um, what about – and then you throw something out, and the other person will be like, nope. Um, yeah. what about and you're just kind of like hating each other until <laughs> yeah. eventually till eventually someone finds the perfect Muppet X joke and yeah. you're just like oh that's it that's the punchline yeah yeah exactly um, but yeah it's just a level of, uh, of trust that, that I have that, yeah. that I know that um, you won't like fuck the situation for lack mm-hmm. of better terms but well, we've talked a lot about um, what kind of like the build up to it I'm curious how with your character Arthur Great Mane Arthur um, Great Main. Arthur Great Main. Uh, what got? Um, where did where did he come from? How quickly did you know you wanted to play that kind of character? Um, I think you're the. I mean, also you're the only person coming from the original, but you're yeah. also still playing the same subclass that you were in the in it. Like like, um, Paladin Oath of the Bell has not changed. No, like, I think like semantics, like the little bit of language here and there, might have been cleaned up. I was gonna say also you kind of went more in depth about the religion itself. Oh, that's true. That yeah. is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been. That's been way more elaborate on. Before, it was just kind of like a fun, wacky exactly. thing. Exactly. Now, like, I mean, I sent you, like, religious hierarchy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what pay, like what your job level is within the organization and how to make it to the it's next like level. Like, it's like seven pages of, mm-hmm. of like, background, um, which I appreciate. I and mean, he didn't even get all of it. Oh, like, gosh. I have more because you only get the stuff that's public. <laughs> like, no, like, Noted. Um, you know, really... So what it was is I knew I wanted to play a cowboy after we decided it was going to be a Western theme. Mm -hmm. After we got the theme back and we were like, okay, so this is pretty Western-esque. Let's lean into that. Um, I, oh yeah! I, as soon as I that was when I knew like it like up to that point I was like I knew like I wanted to do like one thing and yeah. that was all I knew and then I heard that theme and I'm like oh it's steampunk cowboys okay I got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. like truly everything snapped into place as soon as I heard the theme song because the theme song's amazing you know uh, shout out to the so Fiverr good. the person that person was amazing too on Fiverr like the communication was awesome but um, but yeah as soon as I heard that theme song like I was, I was like okay I want to be a cowboy. Um, I don't know. I wanted to, I was going to do like a human cause I mm-hmm. red dead redemption is one of my favorite ga- games gun, uh, red dead redemption, uh, red dead revolver, um, you know, call of Juarez, you, you name the fucking Western game. I'm a fan <laughs> of it. If you name the Western movie, I'm a fan of it, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I knew I wanted to play some type of cowboy. Uh, now typically I don't like to lean into like lawmen, um, just because just, I just feel like it's, 
I naturally don't like police. You know what I mean? So why would I play a cop? <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. This is a but, very ACAB show. Exactly, exactly. I just felt like this character uh, is a far departure from like your typical lawman. You know, one of his flaws is that he doesn't respect you know um, criminals. That's why he had such friction on when he when he meets his teammates i guess i should have mentioned that um i know we'll probably use it yeah i mean you sort of met him like 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 well we like we tried to record some of it and then like basically an hour in my entire uh uh, lower half my body went like oh no no like there's um i'm glad that we only record audio and not video because you can (laughs) see me like falling out of frame on discord as i'm like truly like unable to sit up like i'm just in like that much stomach pain for sure. Um, but but so no, like, um, my character just did not respect, does not respect criminals. And that's one of his flaws that he's really working on because, yeah, you know, he wants to be cohesive with this group. But um, but um, when I saw Leonin, I, I usually t- I typically play human. So I saw Leonin. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's interesting. I'm going to, you know, I'll play a Leonin. Um, and I mean, again, typically I play barbarians and i don't really know how to play a, a paladin so i'm kind of just leaning into the into the lawman type until i can um you know really reveal mm-hmm. you know who this character is um as a whole because truly he, he doesn't agree with the gustus imperium um you know with uh, just regarding their religion and their hierarchy and how they treated the gnomes that's why he was sent on this mission with Maisie flats because his father wanted him to see the 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 terror that is you know the the wild north you know what i yeah, mean and very quickly it turns into like oh yeah 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 there's everything's bad <laughs> exactly <laughs> everything's it, bad exactly and so like to a degree this is going to his like to arthur great main the second's like you know plan because uh i mean if you're outside looking in you're seeing this um this guy who's having friction with these criminals who are trying to steal from him you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you'd think like, oh, okay, well, cool. That's that's going to you know his father's plan. But Arthur, who he is as a person, it isn't so like black and white, or you know, as 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 you know they would think. Because clearly, there's a reason why fucking John Paul Pierre Martin scuttles on the ground. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a really um, yeah. There's this great. Um, tension that your character like instantly brings in yeah as well as like this necessity but the beauty is because you are like a fundamentally like a good character yeah like you're your character like like inarguably like even with like the moral issues character might have that i would argue against as being you're still like a fundamentally a good person yeah um so it makes for this really nice tension of just like how willing are you to accept what's happening how much yeah. are you willing to go with it where is your line and how much of what they do well you may not respect their actions can you respect them enough to get through this moment because survival is infinitely more important at the end of the day exactly than, than you being like i refuse to help a criminal do anything it, exactly and but i think that really just comes from like experience you know in playing mm-hmm. because uh i have played characters in same situations where the friction from the other character was just so unbearable that the team was never would never like coalesce, you know, or is that the yeah. right word? I feel like it's the right word. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah totally. Um, 
and and that I had to like basically get killed off so I can make a new character so you know we could have a more cohesive <laughs> group. Um, um, so yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I'm excited to see where this goes, especially with like Clove and Pepper. Seems like a very mm-hmm. sweet person, so I can't. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I can't. Well, wait. there's. I do think there's something kind of kind of interesting. Just just side thing, just because especially mm-hmm. you brought up Pepper. Um, you, um, I run um, uh, Ryan with the Frost Maiden, right? Um, which you, uh, which I think was the first game that you ever played with. Yeah, I think it was the first game that you ever played with me in. I played Titan. Um, which, yeah, yeah, great, great character, super fun. Um, um, after time, like you had to leave, just schedule, like it just didn't work out. Yeah, it happens. Um, you had to leave, and then like coincidentally, like I literally met Jess, um, who plays that character and plays them phenomenally. Um, I met them by them joining that same campaign. Oh wow! Like, like truly, like two months later, like Jess joined, and it was this. It was you were both very good at playing these like, um, and I think everybody in the group's really good at this at playing these sort of chaotic rocks, <laughs> where you were like moral <laughs> rocks, like you were you were formidable moral forces, but yeah. at the same time, if allowed the room, like you'll just get up to utter nonsense. For um, sure. For sure. Um, and that's why I'm so yeah. happy TW is here as well, because um, um, Jess, TW, like I played with TW before. I ran a game mm-hmm. with him and my God, um, that that person, he plays a chaotic person whenever yeah. he can. Um, I think in oh, real yeah, life, are- too. Yeah, the, me and uh, me and them have basically taken turns DMing for each other. Uh, they were one of the first DMs I ever played. They were truly first people I ever played with. Yeah. Um, and first time we ever played, we were both so like we were both like eighteen ish, nineteen ish, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, we were both so hyper chaotic at that point. We're like <laughs> like it's my first time playing. Maybe they're like fourth time playing. Yeah. So we were both so hyper chaotic that the DM to get us to stop trying to murder each other forced us to be stuck together. Like we had to stay within a certain <laughs> range. Which ended up being, um, I ended up, uh, we both immediately ignored so that we just kept dragging each other across the map. Oh, that's until hilarious. Until I climbed up a dragon's ass and the GM had to just be like, it ends so that he just wasn't stuck <laughs> against the dragon's stomach <laughs> just bouncing along it. <laughs> oh, that's, man, that that is, um, that's hilarious. And that's some shit that I feel like you and TW would only do because I yeah. just don't see anyone else in any campaigns that I've played crawling up a dragon's ass <laughs> i just remember the panic look on the gm's face as i said that and they went they they, they like set up saves and stuff like you have to do this role you have to do this role whatever yeah. and then it, once it, it succeeded enough times they went okay i'm gonna need to one minute i gotta plot out a dragon <laughs> got up and left and you could see him scribbling quarters just like a spleen goes here and just um but i think like for my benefit uh, as a GM, because I, I didn't start jamming until a little bit later, um, and I was very bad at it when I first started. Everybody, I, I should say, to truly, does. everybody, like, everybody starts out terrible. Mm-hmm. Please just keep doing it. Um, and people are way better starting now than they were, like, when I did it or any time before. It sounds like... Because we didn't have... It's like, like podcasting. ...episodes to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. The early episodes of podcast are comically bad. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah. Uh, but you go in now, and it's like, oh, like, even, like, the baseline point of, like, a new shitty podcast is still better than, like, the first episode of, like, yeah. your now iconic 800-episode show. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Um, but... 
Yeah, so it's just keep doing it is all I'm, is all I'm saying there. But uh, I think because I came in as this like hyper chaotic and like my all of my initial experiences are all just what is the stupidest bullshit I can pull <laughs> and makes it so like I want to allow you the ability to do the stupidest bullshit. Yeah. Um, I want to give you that space. So you can, if you want to climb up a dragon's ass, you are absolutely allowed to. See, I and I, I appreciate DMing like that. Like uh, one of the one of the D, one of the games I'm playing, uh, I play it every Tuesday. Um, it's a dungeon world campaign, and oh nice, uh, I've yeah, to play that for a while. Oh, I love it, I love it. I'm playing a barbarian. Uh, no, excuse me, I'm playing a fighter. Uh, his name is the Fist, and he is a superhero. And like nice. literally, when I was introduced, um, so we have a character named Anomalous, and he is a um, blade dancer. You know, he's an elf, mm-hmm. and he's um, a rogue. And he is. We are in this town called Shoney, and um, he's heard like a scream in the distance. So he goes to investigate it, and he sees a woman, and um, she's surrounded by two um, two like goblins. And before he can react, you just hear the pitter patter of feet like running along the <laughs> along the uh, top of the, the rooftops. And out of nowhere, the fist like just bursts out of the shadows and like knees one of the goblins in the face and like punches them. And it was a really great That's introduction. Beautiful. Yeah. And, and um, the DM, he really allows us to like stretch our legs. Um, and it's it, it's really nice. It's it's uh, really freeing. And this is a DM that I've I've played with for so long. You, you met my mm-hmm. friend Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I just I don't know. Dungeon World's one of my favorite games, and I just I like when DMs give you that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um. For sure, like with like one shots and shit. There's like specific things you have to do, but when you're yeah, playing when a you're long campaign, yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, I um, um, yeah, I really like that. I actually. Um, I guess to just to sort of promote a random thing, um, I my copy of Coyote and Crow just came in, and one of my uh, which is this amazing native design TTRPG like it's exclusively native creative team. Um, they did an amazing thing where you could buy it and actually they would send a copy to native libraries. Oh wow! That way you could yeah. So like if every, they they and they truly like great game, great team, everything about it. That's awesome. Um, but the thing I love the most about the game, from like a game design perspective, uh, which is why I bring it up in this, is that the game promotes letting people do the thing they are good at. So okay. it, it is like, and we're doing D and D here, and D and D is like an action adventure. Like mm-hmm. you were, you are slaying creatures, yeah. and doing all this, and everything is about how what's the cool way you can kill something at the end of the day, mm-hmm. or what's the cool way you can aid someone in killing something. Um, in this case, it's like because of the way the game's built, you can be good at singing and singing will be the thing that will save the day because that really? is the thing you were good at yeah so it kind of because it's trying to emulate like folk stories more okay. than it is trying to epic like uh, uh, uh be like an epic so you can and there's like stories of you know somebody singing and like the forest healing like wow so you that's can awesome do that in the game and that's valid like any series of things can kind of come together as long as you were creative enough as a DM and able to like work with the game in the right way. Wow. Um, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Highly recommended. It's a great, great system. The are you going to be running any of that on your start playing dot games? I feel uh, I ran one session. I have, I feel weird <clears throat> profiting off of a game made by 
native communities for native communities and then me being as what as i am just coming in and just being like these white men are dangerous this is doing yeah um uh my name's in the book so this is allowed um like like, no like i honestly i like i do like i do like maybe like a one shot here or there i have one person who i did like a i do like a monthly one shot where i change the game and everything and i mean i know this is how you make your money but like why not like run a game and then donate the proceeds to like a native that's actually a good idea yeah, I would totally do that. That's actually a really good idea. Is like, is everyone loves a white oh, savior? Shit. Yeah, everyone loves a white savior. I can, I can finally be the the Sandra Bullock or the Judd Apatow tweet about Will Smith. That's a go. topical reference for people. <laughs> there you go. I truly love the tweet. His tweet. I don't know if you saw it, where it's just uh, he could have killed him. And you're I, just like, okay. Is, is that what <laughs> is said? I heard that. Yeah. He, I heard that. Like, I heard that in an article that he said. That he could have killed him, but I didn't know that was just the tweet. Yeah, it's like the tweet. He's he's gone off more about it, but it is like a thing where it's like where it's like if you look at like Will, I'm not gonna say it's okay what Will Smith did. Or I mean, this isn't the place for that. But I will say uh, Will Smith is a consummate performer and professional. Even the way he hit him was in control. Like that was not the hit <laughs> of someone trying to murder somebody. Like like oh. if you if you've ever been slapped, and I'm a an, an annoying nerd uh who grew up in the 2000s i've been slapped repeatedly i can tell you he didn't put his full weight into it like that is that is not like someone like really whooped somebody's ass no no not at all and and thank god we we have mod apatow at least you know what i mean (laughs) like thank god what i'm just saying i'm just saying because if judd's gonna come out like that you know thank god we got mod apatow thank god we got mod apatow um, bringing this into the future also i, I finish euphoria but oh congratulations yeah it's That's amazing now my life is empty so yeah i've got like one episode left and i still it was like the it was i was finishing the world as the show was coming out <laughs> so it was like do i want to finish do i want to watch the show and then hate myself while i work on this even more than i already <laughs> do was like, no. no um you know what I want to do real quick? Yeah. Because um, this is like kind of a fun piece of information that I don't think has been released in any any space. Okay. Um, um, I want to go through, because um, you were talking about how you had never played a Leonin before and you normally play humans. Yeah. Right? Um, so what I wanted to do, and this got kind of be the last thing, uh, just kind of how long we were talking here, is um, I posted a, like, you know, like a couple months before we did that, before we got started, I posted the full list of like the race races. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't think it's been put on the website. I don't think it's been put anywhere of the actual available races that you all had to pick from. So, um, what I love to do is like read through them. And if there's any that you would, uh, ask you if there were any others that you would consider. Okay. Um, so for anybody out there listening, this is going to be a long list, but I, it's, it's going to reveal a lot of information about the world. Um, there are drow. No. Drugar. <laughs> Just no fuck Drow. That's fair. Um, um, uh, Drow are almost always fun as a GM, just because it's like, how do you make them not racist? Uh, 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 Fucking truly. Um, like, how do you how do you make it so this isn't just racially essentialist? Um, yeah. Um, a Drow Drugar, which are like kind of dwarf, mm-hmm. dwarf, uh, effectively regular dwarves. Uh, dwarfs, which are half dwarf, half elves. Which are uh, a homebrewed race, which you can actually find on the website. Yep. Um, uh, elves, furbolgs, gnolls, another homebrewed race. Um, goblins, Goliaths. Um, I think you played a Goliath. I think when you I were in my game, you played a Goliath. Yeah. Um, grungs, 
which are... Uh, I would have Looks like it. that's the face of someone who was thinking about it growing. I totally was thinking about it growing. You know, because um, before I... So I was thinking grung but i was gonna do like um like a rogue type or you know what i mean mm-hmm. like uh, or or a bard um but but that's just not the uh, it's so hard for me to branch out because i branched out one time and um i played a necromancer that believed oh i, I think i told you about this um mm-hmm. it was a necromancer that um believed that um um fucking death was um what is it um Oh, I can't even remember now, but he was basically against death and against, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, and he was, yeah, he, it was just such a hard character for me to get into and play. Cause usually when I like to play, I like to get into the blender, you know, mm-hmm. I like to just go be the first one out there to attack or, um, you know, have a mighty blow, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Yeah. 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 I, I play just, barbarians. I get that. Exactly. And I just couldn't do that. And I feel like I could really, uh, I couldn't play to my strengths if I played a grung mm-hmm. bard. That's fair. Uh, for those of you out there, uh, uh, just for everyone's benefit, uh, Grungs are truly the stupidest of the races. <laughs> um, I love them deeply. They're like um, they're like frog folk that have to be submerged in water for an hour every day. Yeah, um, it's great. Um, halflings, uh, half elves, half orcs, whoa, humans, which I, I imagine was kind of made the shortlist for you, if only just because of experience there. Yeah, so you kind of yeah. explained that already. Um, Leonins, which what you're playing, uh, full orcs. Uh, tabaxi, and then Tillinkali, which are scorpion folk. I was going to go um, Tillinkali too, because uh, it was really, it was, I don't know, it really interests me. I'm also a big fan of the Scorpion King, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But um, but no, I yeah, ultimately I, I decided against it because, I don't know. I guess this may sound a little racist, but I didn't think Tillinkali could be good people. That's that is racist. Uh, that is, but I mean, in a, like a weird fantasy way. I actually like. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Which is part of the thing that like attracted me is in my home game uh, that I ran for years, and this is kind of where my love of Till and Collie. I just like, t- I just kind of made it that like Till and Collie had accidentally ended up in the Fate Wild, mm. Mm. and so like I had this question of like, because Till and Collie are generally speaking exactly right. They're evil, like just like this colonizing force, like yep. this evil militaristic colonizing force. Um, it's very much like a white person describing Aztec culture. <laughs> yeah. is effectively what it is. Um, which is that they were colonized, but there's like way more complexity than that. For sure. Um, so you have this like really bizarre thing there where I was just like, I, I had this kind of weird idea, which is like, what ha- happens to like when you take like a colonizing force like that, you shove them into a place where like there's not enough of them to do that and yeah. all they have the capacity to worry about is survival like what happens to that society and i just kept building from there and i got like super obsessed with them as like a group and, yeah like the specific ways like they would interact with and like like me and um alex who co-made the world with me um we had like a long discussion about the way that like the other two races that are in the main city that they're in are all humanoid like they have traditional like humanoid forms they don't have like this is more centauri so the question really becomes like how would they treat them would they be stigmatized like all this kind of stuff that like became like real questions to ask which makes them infinitely more interesting than trying to do like like really weird 
pseudo Aztec names as they're like <laughs> chasing you and chasing you in the caves because you stepped onto their territory. Yeah, uh, you're, you're dirty above ground. Like, that feels weird. That, that's got like Disney Pocahontas vibes all over it. Like yeah. I don't want to touch that. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. But it sounds like you got obsessed with it in a very DM way. You know what I mean? In yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like a, a lore. You know what I mean? Like, a, like you – it seems like you'd be the type of person who would say that you like Phantom Menace because of the world building. You know what I mean? <laughs> what's funny – what's really funny is generally speaking, I hate world building. I truly <laughs> hate it. I like – like I – like my – me and TW talk about this all the time where like we love it in a movie when like – like, um, what was that? There's, um, uh, uh, Psycho Gorman does this amazingly where the, the sci-fi movies where they just don't explain themselves, yeah. where it'll just be like, it'll just cut to, and there's like a space council and like one dude, the box. And then there's like another alien that has like three heads. Yeah. And then there's just like a dude in a business suit and like all that's just next to each other. Yeah. Um, and then they'll just be like, yes, this violates the contract of the 1914 77. And you're just like, okay, perfect. Yes. I understand. Like, you don't need anything more than that. Um, but there's just, like, every once in a while I get, like, on, like, thematic bends yeah. more than anything else. Where I'll be, like, really interested in, like, like that game was very explicitly... And this game is, too, but in a very different way. It was, like, that game was very explicitly about, like, colonization. Yeah. And it was, like, this question of, like, what's, like, a really distinct angle to like approach it from Mm -hmm. and that is like a force that like believes in its right to colonize but is fundamentally unable to do so so they are like the hunted party Mm. even though afforded the ability to they will be that force um and trying to like kind of place that like that like that moral game is way more interesting to me than like like I don't have notes that are like this is the thousand years of them doing it my (laughs) notes are like my notes are like a hundred years they're kind of like they develop this thing and like uh, really, it's like this guy's about this, this guy's about this, this guy's mm-hmm. about this, and like that's like that's what my notes actually look like. Uh, I way more care about like the thematic resonance of something than it being able. If you were to be like, "What happened ninety-seven years ago?" I would tell you to shut up. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Uh, roll for it. Oh, you got a nineteen? You don't know? I'm so sorry, man. Um, <laughs> oh, that's that like sucks, uh, like my nat twenty I got that I'm still waiting on that information from. I sent you. Did I really not send you that information? Have I not sent you? I updated it. I updated it, didn't I? I don't know. I'll, oh, I'll go back I'll and check I'll check. After yeah, this. I'll say I'll, I'll go back out. and yeah, I'll check. Yeah, in the middle of this is not the time. <laughs> uh, he rolled. I will. Okay, so we're actually going to end on this then. A Deering character creation thing. I wrote up this like big fold the documents for every player. Mm-hmm. Um, every person got at least like four pages of information that's like their place in the world, stuff they would know. And all of them have unique information as well. Some have the same. Like you'd all know the name of the countries nearby kind of thing, yeah. right? Um, one of his, I was like, just roll. Like roll on this. Because since he, his dad's super important, it was like you could be a rich kid who doesn't know anything about the world or you could, you know, happen to have picked up on some of it or, you know, have really paid attention. Yeah. Um, that was my mentality. And uh, I just get a text while I'm in, like, the middle of, like, a game. <laughs> just like, hey, I got a nat 20. I'll wait. Uh, like, she's just fucking savage. Oh, yeah. Um, but on that note, thank you so much for, like, thank you for, you know, taking the time. This yeah. is... Um, uh, thank you for everybody who listens to this. I'm so excited for um, two weeks to be able to give you like a full, real episode that Fuck doesn't yeah. involve me uh, uh, shitting in between takes. <laughs> um, um, it will be uh, much better than the um, uh, 
than the little bit that we had. Um, uh, yeah, we recorded for like an hour, so this is gonna. I'm very excited to jump back in to give you a full full episode. Um, yeah. Is there anything you'd like to say at the end of this, Nick? Anything you'd like to share with the people? Um, I really appreciate you, Jacob. I really appreciate everybody who's listened. Um, I mean, we we were really killing it um, on, on that front. And uh, if you love the show and you love D and D and you love Taco Bell. Um, you know, share this with your friends, with your family. Um, you know, they'll love just a random text at like 3 a.m. with the link for mm-hmm. the land of cheese and sauce. But also check out uh, my podcast, uh, The Cheesy Gordita Bunch. I do with uh, two of my best friends. We are a Taco Bell podcast, the uh, America's most um, trusted Taco Bell podcast. I almost forgot there. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> um, I saw the pause. I saw the pause. Yeah. So, um, yeah, check us out. Uh, check out our website, Cheesy Gordita Network. You can check out all the races, the subclasses. Run your own game. You know what I mean? We are giving please, you the tools. Yeah. We are giving you the to- tools to do so on the website. Check it if out. If you do, please post about it because I want to hear, like, what kind of bullshit you get up to. Yes. <laughs> um, if you if you hit any weird places that we're not at, I will absolutely send you little tidbits about the places. I got notes. Yeah. I got notes. I will gladly help out. There you go. Fuck yeah. I'd love to hear that. Um, but hey, thank you, and I'm, I'm happy to do this. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, um, if you like what you hear, like he like he just said, check out uh, check out Cheesy Gordita Bunge. Check out all of our uh, previous episodes, as well as our upcoming episodes. Um, you can also um, I've got a bunch of games starting up on StartPlaying.Games. Um, including one I'm super proud of, which is a uh, like a, a game of comrades, which is like this leftist revolutionary game. Fuck yeah, that um, sounds cool. That's gonna be like it's gonna be so dope. Uh, it's gonna be Mondays at uh, noon Pacific time. So uh, there's others you can see on there if you just check out my profile. It's uh, Jack Weasel is the sad internet name that I go by. It's also um, the the link in the description in the bio. Fuck yeah! Uh, please check it out there, and you'll be able to see all of the upcoming stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much once again. Have a uh, have a cheesy day. <laughs> yeah, oh man, your face when you said that. Uh, stay Baja <laughs> so blessed, everybody. Baja bless everybody. <laughs>